It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Ladies and gents, yes, sir, another action jam-packed show for you guys. I know you're excited because I'm excited. Pat P, you fired up? Yes, sir. Let's do it, baby. No question. It's a great day to be alive, so let's take advantage of it. Man, we got a special show. This show is not just for Steeler fans. This show is just for all good people who love quality football from high character individuals. This is the show for you. I've been trying to get my brother from another mother on for such a long time. I had to bribe him <laughs> with some food because he loves desserts, Caribbean food. So all the Caribbean people that might be checking us out, please, at the end of the show, Send some to our brother. Troy Palomalu is our guest right now on All Things Covered. Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden, eight-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champion, 2010 Defensive Player of the Year, <laughs> a outstanding player, individual. He's joining us here. TP, how you doing? How you feeling? B-Mac, what up? Pat P, what up, man? Pleasure to, pleasure doing, to be on sure. your guys' show. Oh, man. Thank you for joining us. Before we get into talking about no, you, no, Matt. what no, you got? Matt. Hold on. What Before you got? Pal? Okay. All right. All right. You why got you it. got your sleeves? Why you got, why, why you got your arms? Hey, out man, you got them veins coming out. <laughs> I was I was in the gym. I wanted to make sure I was on time. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to shower. So I just oh, jumped God. on. I put my I put Skin my brim on. Looking glowy. Look up. <laughs> I say glowy. Is <laughs> that <a> good lotion? <laughs> Straight from Wakanda, that good lotion, good lotion, <laughs> good lotion. Well, I was in the gym. I had to try to get a workout. I ate bad two days ago, so I had to do some abs. You know what I mean? Okay. I got to make sure I got to, you know, look the part. That's all. The engine ain't too I good, but at least the car look good. Okay. <laughs> That's the key. That's the key. Hey, so Troy, check this out. Pat P, you know, you know I've been talking to you about Troy since you've been knee high, right? Forever. There's so many good things we can Vice talk about, Troy. Too. Vice versa. He's been talking about you, Pat P. Oh, no question. Yeah. They knew about Pat P before anybody else knew about Pat P in Pittsburgh. No I was hyping Pat P and telling him the real way before he got to LSU. But viewers and listeners, you guys have appreciated Troy as a football player throughout his entire career, even going back to his SEC days. But for me, yeah. Troy is one of the more respectable individuals that I've ever met. And Troy, you might not remember this, but I, I want to share a personal story with our listeners and our viewers in regards to you being you. Uh, do you remember this letter right here, Troy, as you had titled it Mac Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> OK, so the back the back story of this letter, this was my last year in Pittsburgh, which is 2011. And what a lot of people might not know that year for me, I was dealing with a lot of adversity. I tore my hamstring mm -hmm. twice. I tore my hamstring oh. in training camp, sat out the rest of preseason, played the first game, tore it again. And it took some time for me to even be able to participate with the guys. Long story short, my career pretty much ended prematurely. And for mm -hmm. me, as the same can be said for you guys, Troy and Pat P, football was the first worldly possession that I fell in love with. The right. first thing of this world that I actually fell in love with in regards to a thing, a game. Like third grade is when I fell in love with football. So that was always my first love. And I always had an opportunity of holding that love, being a part of that love. But for the very first time in my life, I felt like that love was leaving me. And there was nothing I can do about it. 
And Troy and the rest of the guys, they witnessed my story, unfortunately, throughout the entire year. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I, 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 I pretty much lost my starting job. And you know the nature of the game. When you in the tub, they're going to keep rolling. They're going to keep doing what they need yeah. to do to win ball games. <laughs> no doubt about it. And eventually, you know, I, I got released and I kind of was anticipating that. But it was something I couldn't control because of the injury. But Troy doing right. Christmas time, and Troy is a guy who I always looked up to. During Christmas time, Pat P, Troy gave mm -hmm. me a letter, a Christmas letter. And I'm going to read this okay. letter to our listeners and our viewers. Troy, you might not remember writing this, and you might it might be coming <laughs> back to you right now. But this was just something that was so appreciative and just so sincere and authentic and genuine and just Troy being who Troy is. So to my dear brother, Merry Christmas. I am so grateful for our friendship and look forward to many years of experience. I know you're facing so much adversity, but in all truthfulness, I envy you. For this reason, bro, everything that happens in our lives is for the benefit of our salvation, not necessarily for earthly joy or prestige. Continue to persevere and you will have the greatest spiritual benefit better than any ring or award can offer. Of course, thousands of people might won't be able to witness your spiritual battle, but God sees all. This is what a personal relationship with our Christ is all about. It's about struggle for purity. Every day, every day provides opportunities to humble ourselves and show Christ-like example. I watch and learn from you you continue to persevere in humility for this. I look for this. I look up to you again. I'm so thankful for you and for providing an encouragement to struggle for humility and purity harder. I love you, brother. Merry Christmas, Troy. So Man. TP, I've kept this letter since then. I actually keep, I keep this letter in a safe. And oftentimes for me personally, I read it. Then mm. the reason why I read it, bro, is because you didn't have to write me this letter. Mm. At all. You didn't have to really pay attention to what I was dealing with, bro. You know, I went from being a starter to not even practicing. Mm. And that hurt because there was nothing I can do about it. And I kept this letter still to this day. And um, I wanted to share this with you because I know when you gave it to me, I told you thank you. But I didn't get a chance to really tell you how much this meant to me. For you to be that, the player that you were, the individual that you are, you didn't have to write this to me, bro. And like I said, football was my love, dog. And when I felt like I couldn't do it no more, I was lost. Mm. And I appreciate you uh, for being who you are. Because people see you sacking quarterbacks, getting interceptions. But this is who you really are, bro. And um, I just wanted to share that with mm. you. And... You know, it's sincere for me because I don't want to get emotional. But when you love something for your entire life and it's no longer there, there's nothing you can do about it. And you don't think people are paying attention to what you're going through. And when you receive something like this, a gesture of sincere words, like I said, bro, I keep this till this day in a safe. 
And this means so much to me. So I appreciate you for you just being you. And uh, I don't know if you remember writing this to me. Like I said, this was 2011, Christmas time. You know, we used to always kind of give secret Santa gifts to each other. And uh, you took time and you wrote me something that I would never, ever forget. So for our listeners and our viewers, man, this is just who Troy is. I understand the champion, Super Bowl champion, the defensive player of the year and the Pro Bowls and all pro. But he means more to me than that because of mm-hmm. things like this. So I appreciate it, Troy. Um, <clears throat> Love you, being back. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that uh, as well. Yeah, that was deep. Um, you know, I, I, I still, I still really mean those words, man. You know, for, for me, for what we've all been through, I've, I've always felt the most unfortunate because, you know, I, I used to always say it best and I, I, I'd always felt so uncomfortable. It was like, we're the Jackson five and you're Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I felt so unworthy to be in these positions where I was kind of like ushered in front when I realized like real men, like real men and things that matter, not, not like Super Bowl trophies, not the things that, you know, a lot of people admire, especially in our profession, like real men and how they deal with adversity. Those are the things that I really admire. So for me, those are the, you know, I, I always look and find those, those examples and found inspiration for those examples. So thank you for being that example, man. And, and, and thank you so much for sharing that. Oh man, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Man. it Hey, Go ahead, Pappy. And that and that's what that's what you know. And we always talk about the still of culture. We had Joey on, uh, Joey Porter Senior on what a couple of weeks ago. The what yep. a, the last episode, I'm not mistaken, before the mailbox. And you just talk, you guys. I hear every guy who came through that locker room talk about the culture, the brotherhood. And I had the opportunity to see it. You know. When, you know, when you was with those guys and, you know, I had opportunity to come to a couple of games or whatnot, but it's real, man. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I want to kind of instill into this new day and age of football, because things like this, like this, like you said, 2011, that's 12 years ago. Yeah. And that still means so much to you. You know what I mean? And, and that's just something that could have been that 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 could have been a card, one of the thousands card that you receive throughout your lifetime that you just put in a, in a, in a drawer. Mm-hmm. But you took the time out and obviously read it, and it hit home for you. And from that, it just it just it just experienced a whole new friendship, and and, and just to be in this this culture and to be in this locker room, I definitely feel that. And for you to start off the show with that letter, I was going to ask Troy about the culture and, and, and about how it is being here. It's living up to the hype, man, because you just show pure emotion and just pure joy for just having your guy on the show. You know what I mean? And, 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 and that was just a beautiful thing to watch, man. And I heard so many great stories about Troy, obviously, from afar, and now have an opportunity to be in the same building that he was in the same DB room. I look at his picture. I sit literally right next to his picture. Him and uh, <laughs> Rod Woodson. <laughs> because I want to be up there with them guys, man. Because yo, those guys let did it the right way. Mm-hmm. Giving young guys like the young B Mac hope still when they when they feel like they don't even have hope anymore. 
Yeah. That's what football is all about. Family and brotherhood, man. So that was very deep. Man, I don't even know where this conversation going to go right now, man. <laughs> you know, oh, man. We... You know, what I'll say, one thing I'll say is, is the locker room belongs to the players. And it always, yeah. yes. And I think one thing that the Steelers have really cultivated is that, and it starts with the standard, as Coach Tomlin often says, and, and, and it starts all the way back to Mean Joe. And to me, mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about that locker room is we've all, you know, Joe, me and Joe had a had a teammate that had a teammate that had a teammate that was a teammate of Jerome, that was a teammate of mine. And it just gets mm-hmm. it continues to get passed down through the locker room. And I think that as long as that continues to get cultivated uh within the organization, you know, one thing is is talent can win a championship, but culture is what 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 builds dynasties. And mm-hmm. to me, that's one thing that that the Steelers have have gone away from a little bit and then are starting to get back to, you know, and, and rebuilding that culture. And I think as a byproduct of that, the championships will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Pat P, you know, this is your first go around with the organization, but you know how it was when I was there, you know what I mean? Yeah. When I was around guys like Troy and how we continue to add more pieces to that family of a puzzle in the locker room. So you got the blueprint and you just got to take it from there because it wasn't just about playing football. It was about creating relationships. And, you know, I retired years ago, Troy retired years ago. We still communicate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not like we talk every day, but if he need me, I'm there vice versa. You know what I mean? And those are relationships that we will never forget. And moments like what I just shared is like, it's bigger than the game of football. Cause you know, for me, just Troy, man, we knew Troy was a living legend when I was, when we were playing together. As he mentioned, we used to call him Michael Jackson. We the Jackson Five. You know what I mean? He right. would be the lead singer, and we understood that. We were okay with that because he was gifted. He was special, right. and we were all special and gifted in our own way as well. But it was something that was different for Troy, and we all knew it. But for him to take time to see what I was going through, like I said, bro, it felt like the game was being t- taken away from me when I had so much more left to give. And he and he and just writing that. I was like, man, this is this is amazing, and it's I wanted. Honestly, it's real. It's not not just words, man. I really admire this. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have wrote that if I didn't really admire it. And that's that's the reality of it. Is uh, like I said before, man. I, I honor men, and to me, mm-hmm. while I was playing, I, I I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was that. So mm. like for me, that's why I always felt like the little brother. You know. Yeah. Though, like like Michael, it was always the youngest, the littlest. But, you know, I always right. felt like even you being younger than me, I felt like I was the little brother because I was either mm-hmm. from you or watching you and observing you. And those are the things that really inspired me throughout my career, held me accountable. Like, man, I don't want to let you down. You know, man. those words <laughs> meant so much to me. I, I would, you know, I think that's the other thing about it. When you When you go on the field with somebody that you love like that, and that loves you like that, yeah. man. There's nothing that's gonna break that bond. Yeah, no question. No question. You, you said a mouthful there, and, and we were, you know, products of that because we loved each other. Boy, we had we we boy. If you wanted to really get one of us going, <laughs> do something with one of our brothers. <laughs> one of our teammates would always say, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put him out there on blast like this." But he would always say, "Man, I love you more than my family. I love you guys more." Than my family. <laughs> don't don't hey, tell us who said hey, that. Don't put his name right there. Hey, who said it? But hey, that sounds like foot to me. Oh man, listen, man. We had some of that. And I and, and and real quick, I shared this story with when we had Joey on. 
I'm gonna go back to now what you're talking about in regards to our brother and the brotherhood we on the football field. Do you remember when we played against the Chargers when Keenan Marcardell hit you in the back? Uh, no, 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 I don't recall that at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I shared. Hey, yeah, I, I think you—you no, no, you did. I, like I, went, I went native or Coach Cow or something. <laughs> oh my goodness, a Tasmanian devil with Keenan McCardell <laughs> hit Troy blatantly in the back. It went from Troy being just Troy to Troy being oh, I, I, I got blood in my eyes and I'm looking for you. I heard Troy. 14 and none, because that was Keenan McCardell's 14th year. And one thing about Troy, he always emphasized protecting the integrity of the game. You know what I mean? And some things happen in the floor of the game, but he literally hit Troy in the back for no reason. Man, Troy said 14 and done. And the rest of the guys on the field heard Troy. It was like, who got Troy fired up? Oh, it's always definitely on now, man. It went from zero to 60 real quick. And the next play, if you don't, if you think I'm lying, Go back and watch James Harrison interception. When James Harrison caught the interception, watch number 43. Watch what he did out there. Pat Pete, when I tell you he got hold of, I don't know if it was a running back or a fullback, and when he got hold to them and drove them into the ground and put his helmet, that Rydell, in their chin. Right. It was, somebody pissed Troy off. We all pissed off for no reason. It's just like, that's what it was. Like, we don't even know if Troy was right or wrong. But if he pissed off, guess what? We all pissed off. And you know, 55 was already looking for a reason to be pissed off anyway. Right. <laughs> One thing that I always I always admired about our team is, you know, there, there is a, a definitely a level of respect and integrity that you got to have on the field. But, man, like we're still human beings that are, that, you know, like the, the lines don't end outside the, you know, the out of bounds. Yeah. So one thing that I admire about some of our team, man, there's been several of our teammates, man, that you had to pull off buses. Losing <laughs> teams buses because you know, like that's the level of of like brotherhood. Like if 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 you mess with us, man, we're gonna take this to the streets. <laughs> one of our teammates got caught another guy at a at a casino in Vegas. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> so like much deeper than than just the game and it's just funny man that 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 level of connection respect protection yeah. that that we that we always had with each other that it, man it 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 was deeper than just man i'm gonna you know i'm i'm, I'm gonna get a good hit on you it was like oh, yeah, right. this yeah. one, this is, but here's one thing i'll say after that you know, I, I also realized, man, when I lost it, I lost it. But man, coming about five plays later, I'm like, <clears throat> I was exhausted. <laughs> then after the game, I went up to Keen. I was like, man, please forgive me. <laughs> I, was like, I, I said some things that were really terrible. <laughs> He's like, oh, don't worry hey, about that, man. <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard Cor uh, Troy curse. That's why I knew he blacked out. San Diego, <laughs> 14 and done. You're 14 and done. And that's a little Michael Jackson came by because, you know, he had that soft spoken <laughs> voice, but he was right. angry. Angry man right. came. I was like, "Oh shoot, boys, we really about to go live. It's about to go down. It went down too, Pat Pete. It went down, oh, but that's yeah. how we were." One time when we were playing against Baltimore, I got into a little scuffle, man. And I always wore a cross underneath my underneath my uh, underneath my uh, jersey and uniform. Yep. And at the end of the game, man, one of the coaches actually against the Ravens, one of the coaches came over and like gave me that cross and was like, "Hey." I know this belongs to you. And then to me, it was like, oh, man, I better apologize now. <laughs> so like, 
<laughs> you know, like the, it was always, uh, you know, I think there is a certain level of, of integrity and respect. That's one thing that I always loved about football is, you know, you're on the verge of a street fight. And mm-hmm. there's, yeah. there's a certain level yeah. of composure. There's a certain level of violence that you have to always ride that fine edge. And it's a, it's a, it's a constant battle for especially professionals, man, to, to, to yeah. find that edge. Yeah. Hey, Troy, yeah. one thing I'd like to highlight for you, I remember you mentioned this during your Hall of Fame induction. Uh, you felt like one of the biggest pieces of a praise you could ever get was when a legendary Steeler, you know, walk up to you and say, you know what, you could have played with us. Do you remember the first time you heard that from someone of the Steel Curtain back in the dynasties uh, for the Steelers? The first time you heard a former legend Steeler say, you know what, you could have played with us. Yeah, Mel Blunt said that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that, that to me was just like, and then Joe, me and Joe said that, you know. So oh, you, if you get it from, you already know if you get it from me right. and Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it's official, certified. It's official. Yes. <laughs> How and did that me, make you feel? Um, it, it made me feel welcome. It actually made me actually feel like a Steeler. You know, there's a lot of people uh, that, mm. that, that wear that uniform, but there's a, there's a, there's very few that earn the respect of the, you know, of the, of the elders and earn the respect of the city. And that to me was was like it solidified that I I'd, I'd be a stealer forever. Mm. Yeah, and, and I know you you all you you alluded to this early on in the show. You never felt like you belong, but I know at some moment in your career you was like, ah, like the game is different for me now. When was that moment? Mm. Because Troy, at the end of the day, you was doing some stuff. <laughs> that nobody's seen. Like jumping snap counts, jumping over linemen, doing all type of acrobatic stuff. Like when did that? When did that light switch went off? <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't say that it was necessarily a light switch. Maybe it was just like more of a dimmer that slowly came on and slowly went out. <laughs> um, what 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 always gave me that encouragement is I was always honestly seeking approval. So whether it was, <laughs> and I think the very first time that I got it was in my second year. Um, you know, they started to move me around and play me a lot of different positions. And I was like, man, maybe if they, they don't know what position I'm at, you know, it'll actually benefit our defense. And I started doing running around a little bit. And then Joey pulled me aside. I was like, man, I really like that. And to me, that was like, oh man, like I'm starting to be oh. a little bit. So it was really mm-hmm. earning the approval, um, of, of the older players. And then after that, you know, one thing that I was actually talking to my son about this earlier is. You know, he's asking me, hey, what was it like going against Hines? And, you know, did he did he ever did he ever beat you? I was like, man, he beat me consistently. But one way, one thing that he always did when he beat me was he told me how he beat me and how mm-hmm. I could be better. You know, those are mm-hmm. the sort of things that 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 that, 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 that sort of feedback, to, you know, to me was like, oh, man, he's just not going to beat me and like, cut. you know, they're going to end up cutting me. It was like yeah, he beats right. me and he's investing in me to make sure that I'm better, not only for him, but for our team. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. Hey, that's dope. Hey. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, 
taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. <laughs> Troy, I got to ask you this real quick. You got to tell me about the shoe, the shoelace prank that you pulled on Mac oh, during man. the preseason. Troy, you remember that? I, I you, remember, you remember that, Troy? Yeah, man. Idle minds are dangerous minds, man. Especially during preseason when you, when you got nothing to do. B-Max out there playing. I'm five, fighting for my life still. I'm still defense. fighting for my life. He's fighting for his life. <laughs> But, you know, you have a certain perspective as a, as a, you know, you know, as a veteran, sometimes you're like, man, this guy's going to be fun. And, you know, these are <laughs> little ways that we'd mess around with some guys as, 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 as way of accepting them. But yeah, man, we used to play all these little pranks on each other, you know, just to keep things lighthearted, dunking on each other, bottle flipping, all this stuff before you. Even oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Pat P, I'm going to break it down for our listeners, our viewers. We're playing this might, I think this could have been the second preseason game. Right. This is my mm-hmm. rookie year or my second year. So mind you, I'm still involved. Troy played a series. Right. Troy probably didn't even play. <laughs> so we're on the sideline. I'm still in the secondary playing. Like like I said, I'm fighting for my life. I'm trying to let them know, like, right. listen, I can play. Yeah, y'all can right. count me. We're we going over adjustments. All I heard was punt team get ready. So now I'm like, okay, defense, we're about to be right back up there. So we're going over adjustments on the sideline. I go get my helmet. They go run with the defense that's getting ready to run on the football field after this punt is covered. I get my helmet. I take off to put my helmet on and run. I collapse. Someone <laughs> untied my shoelace to the pitch. So I say, what? So they're like, B-Mac, where you at? So I'm literally on the ground. I didn't realize that I was tied. I'm like, what the freak is going on? So I tried to get up. I fall again. I'm like, what's going on? I look, and my shoelace is... I, yeah, bro, my shoelace is tied to the bitch. So I'm like, wait, hey, I see my, I'm tied up. It's like, man, where you at? Where you at? I happen to look over my shoulder. I see 43 with some sunflower seeds with one of the more devilish laughs. He just grinning. I'm like, Troy, that's what we doing right now, Troy? Even though, like, really? <laughs> can't believe this little rookie man. Can't believe this man. Can't take the game serious enough, huh? <laughs> I'm out here fighting for my Unfocused. life. You want to tie me to the bench? <laughs> tie me to the bench. But hey, that's when you, hey, Troy, honestly, when you did that, I was like, I might be part of the in crew now. I might be part of the family. Uh, that, that, that was like, you know, solidifying Pat P that, you know what? I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no question. But boy, I was late hey, so, for that first drive. I was late. Hey, Troy. Also, another quick question. We all know Mac is the fashion police. When did you? So, first of all, what? When did you switch to the ride? Uh, the revolution? Because I know Mac has something. To I, used to hate, I used to hate Troy Hammond. We used to talk about Troy yeah. Hammond all the time. <laughs> Listen, I, man, if you flick me in the chin, man, I might, I might, I might black out right now. So. <laughs> I, I was always looking for, you know, I was always looking for some sort of protection, man. You know, that 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 to me was one of the biggest fears I had was just yeah. like, just putting my head in the pile. And, you know, one thing that when, when you have, like I said, when you're always seeking that approval, you know, you're you're you're, you're going to put it all on the line. And yeah. me, I, I felt like if I if honestly, if I didn't have that that healthy level of respect for, for mm. concussions, man. I don't know where my life would be, would be right now, but uh, 
Yeah, I, I was the way you played. I was just trying to find any way possible to, you know, to find protection. And it, and if it wasn't fashionably right, you know, he didn't care. He put it on. <laughs> I, I, not that I was a big, you know, RC, BMAC, you know, all the other DBs, man. They all, <laughs> I would look at what they're wearing. I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could wear that. <laughs> hey, hey we, we used to be like, man, Troy could just be Troy. We okay with it. But everybody else, we can't. Can we come out with that revolution helmet on now? You're messing up hey, our so swag. Tro- what was your go-to cleat, sure? Was you a low, a low cut guy, mid cut guy? Like, what, what was your go-to cleat? Man, my, you know, what one thing that I, I was, I was Nike my whole career, and so I was okay. always wearing that Speed TD, man. But what I was always looking for is those old Speed TDs, like I, like we wore back in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those yes. are the ones that were always the best. So actually, you know, I actually still had a pair that I would wear every once in a while from college. That I, that mm. I, would wear. to me, it was, it was always low. You know, low top BTDs. Yeah, nice. Hey, Petroy. So we all know, you know, you were always passionate about playing the game. But what a lot of people might not know about your career, you didn't watch an NFL game until you actually played in one. And with being a football junkie, in that sense of watching all the games as a player, how were you such a football savant on the field? Because I have a story I like to share with you, and you might not remember this. Because when we watched Troy, you always seem to know where to go, right? right? And you didn't really start watching NFL games until you actually became in the NFL. But how did you become su- such a football savant? You answer that question, I'm gonna share something with you and me see if you remember this story. Well, I, first of all, I, I, I don't, I would never consider myself a savant in football or anything. <laughs> the negative of the savant. Um, but, um, you know, I, one thing I'll say about the game of football, I just love to play it. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it was just about playing the game, the hitting, the tackling, the catching long, deep balls. Those are the sort of things that really excited me about the game. Not necessarily the the you know the festivities that that surrounded the game, whether it was mm-hmm. footballs or you know you know concerts or whatever the case is, and uh, you know the, the fans and whatnot. It was just I really enjoyed playing the game. So in that way, those are the sort of things that that the little nuances that I enjoyed picking out and people and and looking. You know, one thing that I'll say about of, of, about playing the game is, uh, as much as I could when my body was capable. You know, I I love to practice. To me, those mm-hmm. are those were the things that that I actually enjoyed even more than the games because it just yes. of more Thanksgiving football. We had no pressure. Coaches' butts weren't all tight. You know, you know, worrying about schematics and all these sort of things mm-hmm. so to me like just getting out there and really enjoying practice those are the things that i that i really enjoyed about the game is just really playing the game of football yeah so hey i think this was 2006 <clears throat> i was starting it was me and ike i can't remember who we were playing but we were in Hinesville. first drive first quarter i remember troy i saw troy walking to talk to ike and you were asking ike what route he got on this particular formation then you came to me and you was like, B-Mac, <clears throat> what did you get on this formation, right? I said, uh, I think I got a curl or something like that. I was like, I got a curl. He was like, okay, thank you. And you just walked off. You didn't say nothing. <laughs> That's it. And then you went to the sideline. Hey, he went to the sideline. You know, you start praying. I was like, what what's going on? So I said, hey, what, what, what Troy asked? He's like, man, Troy being Troy. You know how I said, Troy being Troy. I said, what did he ask? He asked me what route I got. I said, but he didn't say nothing else. He just asked the route. We answered the question. And he just walked off. <laughs> Bro, in the fourth quarter, at that time, it didn't register. 
but they came out in the same formation. Same they, formation. They, they reversed the size. <laughs> they reversed the strength. And lo and behold, we got the same routes from a different strength of the formation. Troy goes and picks something. Play made, everybody jumping. We all happy, win the ball game. I didn't realize it until we actually watched film on Monday. Mm-hmm. That, God, dang, I said, how he knew that? So I met him. I'm in the back because you remember we me I, I was sitting in the back row. You used to always be in the front of our meeting row, right? So I said, hey, I said that's the same situation that Troy would talk. He's like, man, you know, baby Jesus, man, baby Jesus be knowing what's gonna happen. What happened, man. I, we can't do that, Mike. Don't even try to figure out how he did. Yeah, that's baby, baby Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> like I said, dang, I said, bro, he's like, man, you know, that's baby. You know, he say, what? You know, that's baby Jesus. What be trying to figure out what we'll do with man? You know, here's, you know, what, I'll like, say, here's what I'll say about about our defense. One thing that I that I I thought was an ad, as an advantage to us. Uh, for us was that, you know, we played the same defense, the exact same terminology, the exact yes. same hand signals for 30 years. Yes. No question. <laughs> so when, no, I'm serious. 30 years. This is like He's not lying. all the way back to like the early 90s. Yes. So for so for me, the one thing that that when you see things, when you play the defense enough, you know how it's going to be attacked. You know how quarterbacks can attack. You know the weaknesses. You know the strengths of the defenses. And you know, I'm be my. There's a lot more stories about you know about me messing up the plays and then making the plays. But um, to me, those are the sort of things that 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 I really enjoyed about playing that same defense. Is, mm-hmm. is that you you really understood the nuances of how you're going to be attacked, the 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 routes that are hard to to match up with and whatnot. So. You know, late late in the fourth quarter are usually the times when you can take advantage of those things, thinking that, you know, they fall into these same sort of patterns. Oh, another story, too. <laughs> hey, Pat, Pete, and the unique thing about our defense, Dick LeBeau gave us the, the free will to change things on the fly. As long mm-hmm. as we were all on the same page. I think this was 2010. We were playing Atlanta, the first game of the season. They kept hitting us with these deep 20-yard comebacks. I, I mean, uh, uh, Pat P. So it's like, you know, 20-yard comeback. You're thinking it's a go ball. They bit right. Bam. Matt Ryan, timing route. Timing route. They just kept hitting us with these comebacks with Roddy White and the other pass catchers. And we the game got in overtime. And the reason why those comebacks were so effective, because we were oftentimes in a, in a certain zone. Because I right. think I empty check that game was a generic zone, right? Cover three zone. And they kind of knew it. three or something like that, probably. Yeah. So, you know... In a cover three zone, especially if you got two removed, I can't really be aggressive on the outside comeback because yeah, I might have two streaks. Exactly. <laughs> Troy came to me on my side. I don't know if you remember this, Troy, or not. And I, I shared this story with uh, Brian Baldingley, and he broke it down. Troy said, Mac, they come out of empty. I'm going to replace you. You replace me. So Troy mm. was actually, I think he was the, 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 the seamer on that plate. So what Troy was going to line up and show a cover two shell, but we were going to be playing cover three. So on the snap of the ball, Troy was going to run directly to the flats, and I was going to replace Troy. Matt Ryan had no idea what the freak was going to happen because he was thinking, I'm going to get the same results I've been getting the entire ball game, which is completing this comeback, marching down the football field, find a way to win this game in overtime. But because of Troy being instinctive and communicating with me, I was like, okay, cool, run it. Because, heck, them comebacks was tough anyway. Man, on the snap of the ball, Troy comes directly out from the half safety, going directly to where the break of the comeback was going to be. Matt Ryan had no idea 43 was going to be there. Toe tap, interception, Steelers win. Mm. And 
I was like, I was just only mad at Troy because I'm like, dang, Troy, we took you that long to, to, to switch, to improvise. We could have did this in the first half of the game and probably would have stopped right. one of these comebacks. You know, you know when I knew, you know when I knew I was done is when I was out there and I'll say, hey, you play curl flat, I'll play this. And then the coaches came in and so I'm like, hey man, he ain't never played curl flat before. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> so here I am trying to manipulate everything. Putting people in the wrong positions. Hey, <laughs> Troy used to do that all the time. We would improvise on the fly. Troy could be like the half safe to say, Mac, you go with my half. I'm going to get your flats. Done. Run it. Let's run it. There's no problem. We're going to run it. And before you know it, the quarterback's like, man, what the freak did they just do? But all of us used to do the same thing, Pat P. Pat P., you would have loved how we played the game. Like, it could be you can have... Uh, a, a flat, or you can play half safety, or you instantly you can be the half safety. You supposed to be playing man to man. You know man. what I'm saying? It, it, it was, and we were all on one accord, which made us so unique, man. It was, it was a, it was a thing of beauty, man. But Troy would, it'd be two man. We supposed to have half safety. Troy would say, "Hey, lock it. I'm gone." <laughs> Turn the <to> cover zero. You know, when you're in the huddle, when you break the huddle, you say, I got that two man. Oh, I got a chance to really, I'm in, I'm in cruise control and I can be aggressive right before they hike the ball. Be mad, lock it, I'm gone. Oh, now I got to switch my whole thought process. Like, I got to get into zero. I ain't got no help. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, like it. I'm gone. I'm gone. You don't get a chance to, hey, Joe, hold on. What, what, what'd you say? You don't even get a chance to have the back and forth. He just say, lock it. I'm gone. And now he's getting I'm to gone. wherever it is he going. Yeah. Right. Hold listen, on, as yeah, as soon as I saw a corner on a tight end, to me, that was automatic. Oh, no question. <laughs> right. Lock it. I'm going. I'm going elsewhere. I'm going. He's going to make a play. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> Hey, Troy, I got a question for you, man. I, we all had the privilege and the honor to play with, in my opinion, man, the great Ray Horton. Can you give me <laughs> Coach, Horton. Coach Horton, man? You kind of look like Coach Horton right now. Get your hair all slipped <laughs> back. Be, come on, yeah. B-Mac. What are you doing, B-Mac? What are you doing? <laughs> Can you give me one of your best Coach Horton stories? Absolutely. And I'll give you one of mine. <laughs> so here, here's here's one here's one thing that completely changed the game for me as a football player is if you gave me information, you got to believe that in the information that you gave me. So if you say, man, this is a hundred percent run to me, I'm gonna sell all out and make sure. It, <laughs> if I'm in the half and I see hundred percent run, dude, this is a tackle for loss. I'm going out of the half. Choice, I'm coming out of the half. I'm going. <laughs> So, so uh, Coach Horton, you know, gave us, you know, some of these tendencies against Cincinnati one time, and I and I ended up blitzing. I make a tackle in the backfield from cover two, and and uh, Coach Cowers <laughs> yelling at me. He just keeps yelling at me. He keeps yelling at me. I'm like, oh, Coach, okay, I'm just keep my head down. I go sit down, and he calls, you know, Coach Horton starts yelling at him. Coach Horton calls me, and he says, uh, he's like, why did you blitz? I said, Coach, because you told me it's 100 percent run. And he says, he said, okay. So to me, like, like, you know, like sometimes coaches, sometimes coaches will say, you know, it's a hundred percent slant, but against us, they might run the slant and go. Like, don't give those little hesitations. No question. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's a CYA. It's cover, it's cover your own butt. So to me, like, not only did they put all that time in and and and, and learning the tendencies, 
but it's really important for, 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 for the coach to know, man, like it means something to the players. Mm, if yeah, you don't right. act on the information, man, it's worthless. It's worthless knowledge. That's Wait, a cool coaching nugget, by the way. Also, cool coaching nugget. Hey, and Troy, that's what I try to tell these young guys now. When when you when we get all this stuff in practice uh, in the morning, right? And we go out on the practice field and they goof it. I'm like, bro, what was mm-hmm. all the, the the three and a half hours we was in the classroom? That's all wasted. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? But and, and that's what I want to slowly just continue to ingrain into these this younger generation because it's totally different. I came in, you know, right when the OGs like you, um, you know, the, the the list goes on, the, the Teddy Brewskis, the 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 the, um, the 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 Willie McGinnis, all the the the, the Joeys, when those guys were kind of winging their way out. So I came in into that stage of the game where they was given the real to where it was all Earn, not given, yep. per se. Man. Yeah, you know what? One thing that I, I'll say that I'm 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 proud of to be a part of is that generation. You know, to, yes. be able to play against those guys. But man, the game of football then was was played by some real men, man. The man. I, like I haven't watched the game recently as much. But what I mean by that is like these guys, man, were like, I mean, they're cut from that. They're cut from those '70s cloth, you know, like yeah, you know, like the Willie McGinnises and and Joey and those guys, man. Like these guys were, these guys were like real football players. They're violent. They're also like very respectful and yeah. you know, in a manly way. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I I feel so blessed to be part of that that generation and 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 you know, I I honestly don't feel I feel more of like the younger generation just from my style of play. But those guys, man, are. The dudes that can do three days, you know, oh. training camp for 20 days, three days. No, I'm, not, remember, I'm not like that. <laughs> no. You remember, remember Mike Tomlin's first year? He gave us 20 straight days of two days. Oh, man. Oh, that was hell. Oh, yeah. Coach Tomlin was, was the only one that enjoyed that, that training camp. <laughs> no question. No oh, question. my God. 20 straight days of two days. Coach, we just won a Super Bowl over a year ago. What are we doing? Yeah. Right. What are we doing? Hey, real quick of my Coach Horton story. So, rookie year. 2011, well, actually, yeah, it was 2011 going against um, uh, who? Uh, the uh, Detroit Lions. And Calvin Johnson just went off against the Dallas Cowboys for like three. He just set the, the dang on lead record for like 320 some yards, right? And Dallas was playing him in his vice certain coverage. So Coach Horton came in the meeting, and this is when he was just giving me the assignment to go to the number one guy. Mm-hmm. He come in to me and it's like, yeah, we're we, we, we going to play this. I forget what he called it, but this Vice 81, Vice, you know, whatever. So as a rookie, like, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I you know, got my feet wet a little bit. Coach giving me the assignment, holding my own. I'm like, Coach, man, we really don't, we really don't need that defense, like, they really haven't, like, he really haven't faced a corner like me. Mind you, Troy, I'm 20 years old and talking like <laughs> eight years in the doggone league. So, Coach was like, yeah, I hear you. Like, <laughs> we might not run it as much, but we, we might sprinkle it in there. So, now come come around full circle. So, I was like, I, I don't want to be a part of it. Like, whoever you're going to do the vice with, I don't want to be a part of the vice. She was like, like you said, Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's Kerry Rose and Greg Toll. I'll never forget. It was a third down call because they knew they'd like to move him in the slot, move him around. 
this, that, and the other. So they wanted to take him out of the game. So it was the first third down call because the first play of the game, I got a PBU. So I'm feeling real good. You already know what time it is, Kurt. You get a PBU first, first early in the game. game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so coach called the play. They didn't throw him. The, they didn't throw him the call. They, 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 uh, they didn't throw him the ball. I come to the sideline furious. Like, coach, I told you, we'll need that effing call. Like, throw it out. <laughs> he hit it with it again. Okay. <laughs> and he didn't call it again. I ended up getting a pick and a couple more PBUs. It's just the trust factor that he had in me yeah. as a rookie. It made it, it just grew my comfort level and my confidence level even more because coach used to push my buttons, man, like no other, but it was in a good way. Yeah, no question. It wasn't, <laughs> it was it wasn't like, good. you know, one thing I'll say about Coach Horton, it was like he would challenge you, but it wasn't always yes. it wasn't degrading. You know, right. what I mean? no it wasn't degrading at all. And, and, and for him to have confidence in you, to me, you know, I still talk to him every once in a while. It's, it's a shame that he's still not in the league. You know, right? Mm-hmm. right. No doubt about he, he was he was such an amazing coach, man. And and the the, the his tip sheet was phenomenal, by the oh, way. Phenomenal. Man, phenomenal. Oh, his tip sheet used to be on point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, if he gives you that knowledge, man, I'm I'm reading all that and I'm playing all yes. that. <laughs> but he knows the accountability of of of, of that too. You know, yeah. it's like oh, yes. yeah, I'm I'm putting down this paper and I believe what I believe. You know what I wrote down on this paper. So. Yeah. I really and it's crazy, and it's crazy you say that too, Troy. Because I played golf with Coach Horton about two years ago. You know, he's a pilot. He loves. He's a, yeah, he's coaching with Pittsburgh too in a USFL, if I'm not mistaken, with the Pittsburgh team, the Maulers. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I'm playing golf with him. He was like, and I was like, Coach, man, like, why were you on me so much as a rookie? Like, why would you? He said, Man, because I knew you can handle it. I'm like, as a rookie, <laughs> like, yeah, I knew you can handle it. And we had other guys. Like, he literally used to call me out in meetings, even if I did it right. He was like, yeah, AJ did this, da, da, da. Even I can do it 10 times better than AJ. But if I did the wrong, the step the wrong way, Patrick, I, that's what he always called. No other coach called me Patrick but Coach Horton. Patrick? <laughs> not Patrick. Like, you have to do it this way. You have to do it da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, damn, Coach, like, I just did it. Per- I got the pick and everything, but you critiquing the bad things. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, if I remember correctly, too, he was very few on compliments, man. But when he gave oh, you a compliment and he highlighted you on the film, man, it really felt great. You did a big thing. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I, I remember my rookie year. He said my name so much. B-Mac, what are you doing, B-Mac? That's not the right technique, B-Mac. <laughs> Great coach, man. Goodness, man. That's a coach that that had experience playing. You know what I mean? And it's like his coaching technique. You know, that's that's what made Coach LeBeau so great. Coach Buck. No question. Coach Mitch. These these coaches that had that sort of experience, man, it it comes from such a different perspective. Dan Perry. Yeah, we had some great coaches, man. Most of all our coaches played. And it was real good. So the way they coached right. the game, it wasn't just about being a coach. They saw it from the lenses of a player as well. And it really helped us. And uh, one famous internet type story, Troy, I want to share with you. We talk about being able to be put in positions to see things before they actually happen. Pat McAfee de- detailed his first opportunity to score a touchdown, a career touchdown on a fake field goal, right? And he said, everything was a goal. He was excited. First opportunity to score a, a, a fake field goal, touchdown. Troy lines up in the C-gap, which he never does on the field goal. He sees Troy line up on the C-gap, got to call a fake off. Pat's pissed because he don't get opportunity to score. He said he still hate you to this day because of that. 
But what did you see, Troy, for you to be able to sniff out a fake field goal to line up in a position where you never line up in and forcing them to attempt the field goal? Baby Jesus. Well, you know what? I, I saw him on. I saw him too excited on the sidelines. Oh, you saw him on the sideline before he came in. Oh, hey, that is a veteran move. Oh, boy, I tell guys all the time, bro, keep your eyes on the swivel. I love that you just said that, Troy. You know, the funny thing about it is we actually had a, a bad tendency if I was blocking to the field. Uh-huh. 100% field goal block tendency was if we we're on field goal block there on the hash, we're always going to run into the field. And they ended up being on a hash that was on a, you know, pretty much guaranteed uh, a make field goal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our, our special teams coach at the time was like, hey, man, we just need to change up our tendency just once. And I just remember us having that conversation before we went out there. It's like, all right, maybe this is the time to change it. Wow. So that 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 actually, uh, you know, I wish we would have played some, some lottery numbers with that guest. But oh, no question. <laughs> wow. Wow, great time to change it up. Hey, the legend of Troy continues to grow, even being retired. That's crazy. Hey, so so Troy, how 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 uh seriously did you consider joining the Tennessee Titans when Dick LeBeau was there in 2015? Like, was that a legit like you know consideration for you? No, it it really wasn't, man. When I, you know. I had a very, I had a, a, a tough conversation with the Steelers uh, mm-hmm. about the end of my career. So to me, it was pretty much in my court on on whether or not I, I'd be able to play. I, I knew mm-hmm. what it did with the with the Steelers, but what I real when I realized, it, it's funny. As soon as I left the office, like all of those those competitive juices were like, oh man, I got to do this. I yeah. got to do this. I got to do this. I, I drove from, you know, from Southside all the way to Wexford. It was about a 35, 45 minute drive. Mm-hmm. By the time I got home, I was like, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that. But, you know, when I realized, when I realized I was done is actually in the middle of, of a game. Because like, to me, football, like I said before, was just fun. It wasn't something that like, I really just enjoyed playing the game of football and I enjoyed like running around, you know, switching up positions, you know, playing cover two from linebacker depth or blitzing from safety depth and just like really like trying to push the envelope on, on how, how our, how our position, how the safety position was played. Mm. And um, I remember in one game, I get an assignment where I actually have a lot of freedom to do what, what I wanted to do. And I, in my mind, I was like, okay, do this. I'm like, ah, no, I've done that. And do this. Ah, I've done that. And do this. I was like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to play my position. And then that yeah. to me was like, man, I've exhausted like the, 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 you know, the, the creativity and innovation that I've had within in myself. So mm-hmm. to me, it was like, man, that was the first sign of me being done. And that was actually my last year. Do you um, remember what game that was, Troy? Who you were playing was, against? It was actually against in Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, so to me, that's, that's what I really enjoyed about the game. And I enjoyed the practices, as I said before, but that's when I kind of knew my career was over in a sense for myself internally, right. to not continue to push the envelope or try to, you know, uh, prove points or what, uh, whatnot. And real gotcha. quick, before we transition to superlative Pat, coach LeBeau was your hall of fame presenter by the way, and we all love Coach LeBeau, but what made your relationship with Coach LeBeau so special, Troy? Man, 
to to be honest, it's it's not that I was any more special to him than I don't think any other player. Mm-hmm. It, I I think that if you know anybody were put in my position, they would love him, and we all love him equally well. No and question. Us equally well. So I can't say that that you know I had any sort of special, unique relationship. He all we all believe that he loved us the most. You know, I think that's one right. thing. He had a, such a special skill of of having, you know, one of one of the the the, the interesting things that I that I that I often wonder about Coach Lebeau is, man, we loved him and respected him so much, but we knew very little about him. Like we knew about all of his football stories, but like you know, like yes. he's so professional and so loving, man, and and. Uh, I don't know, like to me, it was a no brainer um, to to have him not only because also for me, it wasn't just about me. You know, it was somebody that I felt represented our 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 team, our defense, every single one of the the players that 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 we played together with. So so that that's also why it was a a very obvious decision for me. It was that he represented us and um, that for him to introduce me would would kind of put, is also paying homage to 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 us in the locker room. No question. Yeah. No question. No yeah. question. All right. So we're going to transition to the superlative part, Troy. We're going to get you up out of here. We're going to hit you with a few rapid fire questions, right? I want your honest, unbiased. Why are you smiling like that, by the way? You nervous? <laughs> <laughs> you I've nervous? heard of superlatives before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your go-to FIFA team and the backstory with this question in training camp for us. Yes, we used to put in a lot of work. We used to grind, put together a championship like team, but we used to be kids, by the way. So we used to every night, most of the time it would be in my room because I had the PlayStation locked and loaded. It would be like 15 of us in one dorm room with two twin beds playing PlayStation. And at that time, FIFA had just dropped a new game. And we mm-hmm. were heavy on it, Pat P. And Troy yeah. was a monster on FIFA. <laughs> Troy was like, and we had it situated where we had multiple controllers. So it would be like four on four, whatever the case may be. And we talking mm-hmm. big noise. Troy wouldn't talk a lot of trash, but he was like that, that, that Steph Curry of trash talkers. He had a sneaky way of really hitting you with subliminals here and there. Right. So <laughs> what is your go-to at that time? Because you share with our audience, our listeners and viewers, who is your favorite team on FIFA? And, you know, let, let's talk about your, your video game because yeah, he, so he was, was nice. He was nice. It was two It was two teams. It was Brazil, Jogo Bonito, the beautiful game, of course, yep. and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. You know, what I loved about Barcelona, this is what I actually enjoy about it for, for the soccer fans out there. To me, it's very similar to Steelers-style football. Mm. It's about controlling the ball on offense and playing great defense. And that's what I actually mm. like about, like, how the styles uh, um, how the styles are kind of very similar. One thing that I also like about the, the, the sport of soccer, man, is it, is it gives away for individual artistry. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's very, it's very tough in, 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 in football for, for somebody to be an individual to like show like their artistry within the sport, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I back, you can do that, you know, like Dion and Ed Reed and all these great uh, 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 defensive back players, you know, they can have that sort of like unique style 
but every single soccer player has that. Every great soccer player has that like individual yep. artistry and, and unique characteristics that they just highlight. So that's what I, I enjoy about the, the sport of soccer. Yeah. Mm. Troy, Troy was nice. I got you. I didn't, I didn't know uh, Troy uh, was a big soccer fan. Okay. We used to be in that <laughs> heavy FIFA too. Fan. FIFA fan. <laughs> I used to be in that talking trap, boy. We used to get it cracking. I didn't, call it football, be... I didn't call it football football season. I called it surf off season. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey Pat, so the FIFA games used to be so intense. We would be talking about the first matchup while we're still practicing. Oh, who on the sticks right. first? Who on the sticks first? We got the first game. We got the first, like that's how intense it used to be, bro. So Troy, did you play Madden at that time as well, or just FIFA? Oh no, I, I stayed away from the football game, man. I had all right, cool. You know, I was gonna ask, man, with you. I know B Mac. The... Yeah, I was oh, the guy. Yeah, 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 don't. I, I was the guy, Pat, yeah. Pat, <laughs> Pat B. Don't act like you don't know. Yeah. Fresh out of college, too. Nobody <laughs> won't see me. I, I was watching I, your guys, uh, uh, you know, talk with Joey, and Joey was talking about that wrestling, the wrestling matches. You know, you remember that, Troy? <laughs> that to that me wrestling? was like the video games. I know when to pick my fights and who to pick them with. <laughs> right. Stay away from B Mac when it comes to the sticks. That's for sure. Right. All right. All right, Troy. We got a phone one for you. Let's create a. A, route, a Mount Rushmore of hair with NFL you automatically hair. <laughs> occupying the number one spot. So we need three more. So we got we got like Joe Namath, we got uh, Kevin Green, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Randy Malls, just for an example. Clay Matthews. Yeah. All right, so I, of course I got to throw it out to my homeboy, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Okay. He got one <laughs> spot. My, my partner in crime, right there. Head and uh, shoulders. I got we'll you. Go with, we'll go with the uh, the late great uh, Kevin Green. Yes. Hall of okay. Famer. Um, man, you know what? I always admired Joe's Joe's little fro. Mean Joe Green fro. <laughs> uh huh. You know he wore it natural back in the day. So I I would just put it there. I'll keep it in the black and gold. Okay. Yeah, so we got Pat like Mahomes, it. Joe Green, Kevin Green, and, and yours truly. Troy, Troy P. I like it. I like it. Hey, well, I, wait. First of all, I, got know, I, I gotta ask you another quick question. This is not a superlative. How is the head and shoulder commercials? I obviously know it's like 30 seconds, but how long are you actually shooting for? Man, you know what's funny is it's it's it the, the length that has shortened, you know, with, with more experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, for a 30-second commercial, man, it used to take like two days, man. I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like man i'm still so stupid up here i'm, I'm apologizing everybody like i'm so sorry i'm not an actor i don't know these lines i'm just a football player i'm s's and o's you know <laughs> oh boy hey you were good at the the final the final cut came out Flawless, by the way, Troy. So we don't know what it took to get to that final cut. I mean, it took but... a lot. It took a lot of hair and makeup. I got acting lessons, all this, man. Oh, man, it's dope. Uh, this is, I would love, I want to hear, oh, I, I would want, I've been wanting to ask you this for a long time since we stopped playing. Give me your top five favorite plays of your career. Oh, man. You know, honestly, man, I, I, no, no, no. We're not going to do that, Troy. I want to hear. Uh-uh. You're not going to sneak your go. way out of this one. You're not going to weasel go. your way out of this one. Uh-uh. I want to hear your top, when you think about all the plays that you've created, either for yourself or someone else, when you look at your career, 
out of all the plays, if you can name me the, your top five, this is your list. Of course, our listeners and our viewers will probably chime in in a comment section like, oh, this is a top five for Troy. But you are the source. I want to hear your top five that you really like, man, that, that, that's, that was it. That was it. So here, here's the way that I'll explain, explain the list. For, okay. for me, there wasn't necessarily the plays that I've made, but the plays that I wasn't supposed to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it's, it's the plays that I help create for other people. For example, there was one time when I was a curl flat defender backside where there was just a nub tied in trips on the other side. And, uh, James Harrison was rushing on the, uh, on, on the same side of the nub tied in. Yep. So what I did as a curl flat defender is I went and I actually grabbed the tackle so that James could have a one-on-one with the tight end and he ended up getting actually a sack cause fumble. Wow. And, and, and a safety. So to me, like those are the sort of things that I, I actually really enjoyed about like how, how to break down a protection and, and how to create plays for other people. Um, wow. Know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to repeat hey, that because our listeners might, that's dope right there. So yeah. basically <laughs> what Troy said is trips away is only a nub tight end. He's the flat player. But because understanding and knowing he doesn't have any speed to threaten him outside of the tight end, you go he grab the tackle, occupy the tackle, so James can have a one-on-one with the tight end, and he probably sacked the quarterback. He got a, he actually got a safety. Wow. So, oh, so that's, I, was that against the Colts? A, you know, the Chargers? I think it might have been against uh, the Chargers. The or, Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, that I was a playoff was, game. Um, like those are the, 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 the plays that I, I really enjoyed. Um, you know, uh, similar, similar case, uh, we were playing against Indianapolis against the, the two five, 2005 game, your mm-hmm. rookie year. Um, I just remember looking at the clock and the pattern was for the, for the tackle, the cross first, and I was supposed to blitz right off his butt, but I saw the clock at one and I just hit it. It was like, man. If they had called timeout, man, <laughs> who knows what. But I just right. and what ended up happening was I created penetration for not only the tackle to come first, the come free, but then Joey came free off the end and he ended up getting a sack. Uh, so like, you know, those those are the sort of plays that I, I really enjoyed. I think I think you know the fans' favorite obviously is uh, the interception against against Baltimore and Flacco. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the funny what was funny about that is 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 I had a I had a real conversation with God at that moment. I was like, God, I know we're supposed to win the Super Bowl this year, but if the <laughs> but if the Ravens score right now, we're not going to win it. Right. <laughs> and I'm I'm literally looking at the at, at the sky, thinking this to myself, and that's what ends up happening. The first thing that crosses my mind uh, when I cross the end zone is that it's the first game that my oldest son, Paisios, he was three months old, came to. Wow. That's who I actually pointed to when I when I crossed the end zone. I pointed at my wife and, mm-hmm. and, wow. and my oldest son at the time. So those are those three plays I could think about. There's a, you know, the other play, Coach Tomlin uh, uh, actually uh, joked with me about this one is uh, James Harrison uh, got a sack cause fumble against uh, Indianapolis. I, I uh, ended up picking up the fumble in the backfield and I ran it in for a touchdown. It was cover six. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. It was cover six. And you got a cloud corner. I was in the backfield. <laughs> so for, okay. Hold on, hold on, Troy. <laughs> we got to break this one down because they might not, our listeners and viewers might not understand why that is a wow like moment. 
Because cover six, Troy was supposed to be back deep. Yeah. <laughs> half player, man. He supposed to be in the corner. Uh, yeah, either a half player or a quarters player, but either either way, he's supposed to be all the way back. You up there the line here. of scrimmage? <laughs> I was in the backfield. I picked I picked up the I picked up the ball. And what's funny about it is I like I picked up the ball and it was like the end of the game. So I try to like run down the run down the end zone line to burn time. That, yeah, but, I, mean, I remember that. Is, I, I said this ain't gonna look too good if I like, you know, it looked like I'm showboating. <laughs> so I just ran the ball wow. in the end zone. Coach Tomlin was like, did he, were you trying to burn time there? I'm like, yeah, coach, but I chickened out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still well, amazed funny, that you were in the backfield. Another funny one was, uh, and this was just a funny story, is uh, we were playing against Cincinnati, um, and I ended up getting an interception, and I and I pissed the ball to Chris Hope. And, and you know, like, if I would have blocked, he would have ended up scoring. That was the playoff game, too. Hope almost hyperextended his knee. Yeah. <laughs> but the funniest thing about about that was you know joey came to the sidelines like what the hell are you doing <laughs> and, you know, like, uh so those those uh those players i would i would think just from the top of my head man were I, great memories hold on, hold on Troy. i got something for you hold on Troy. What Matt going to get? I think Matt's just trying to show more of his biceps. Yeah, that's what he's doing. <laughs> so this this is another cool story about Troy, right? So our rookie year, you know, Troy, we had to go on this massive run just to have an opportunity to get into the playoffs. You remember the Green Bay game, right? Dime away, weak Cobra, Cobra White is the call, right? Dime oh, away, that's weak corner Cobra blitz. White. Corner blitz, you know. Yes, sir, corner they blitz. already know. Ray We're Martin. playing against the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> Lambeau Field, Brett Favre. I'm out there. We we in our dime package. Almost got ran like, down thanks to you, B Mac. Hey, so we're blitzing. I'm super late on the blitz, by the way. I'm I'm like I'm no, I'm gonna get cussed out because if hey, I don't get the bread, right so, hey, hard, I'm Brett super late. Me and Troy blitzed. We me and Troy blitzed. So because I was late, they got the Troy first. They saw Troy mm-hmm. first, and I came scot free. Hit Brett for for fumble. Troy picks it up, the tight end. I tried to get in the way of the tight end. He pushed me through the turf. I ended up spraining my ankle on that same attempted block. <laughs> Troy scores a touchdown. We win the ball game. I didn't think nothing of it. But Monday, we come into the locker room. We get ready for uh, to watch film or whatever. Troy throws a football at me, right? He's like, here you. I'm like, what's up, what's up, Troy? What you doing? He's like, man, Mac, this is a touchdown. I don't score the touchdown if you don't make the sack. I want you to have, a, I want you to have this ball. Right. First turnover ball for me. I didn't have a turnover ball and I didn't think I was going to get one. Troy gave me the turnover ball. <laughs> and you remember, Troy, how they used to always paint our footballs whenever we got something on it. So I, this was my first turnover ball that Troy gave me. Didn't have to, but just being Troy, Pat P gave me my first turnover ball and got me sacking the, the force fumble. Brett Favre, Troy recovered it for a touchdown. We ended up winning 20 to 10. Yes, so that, this is one of my favorite plays from Troy. That I I love because number one, this is the actual game ball. Number two, he gave it to me. He have to, so I appreciate that again, Troy. So that's man, one of my I, favorite. I don't plays. think you understand, man. You know, maybe maybe we got to give you your flowers, man. Is is how special and unique of a person you are. Yes, and, man. That's why I tell them all like, the time. <laughs> you know, the letter, these things, man. They're they're very little of the sense of appreciation that anybody has for who you are as a person you know just I mean you're you're no different than I've ever known you and to me it's just like any any time you can do anything nice 
for you, especially, man, you, you're such a special individual, man. It's 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 a blessing to be your teammate. It's a blessing right. to be part of your life. It's a blessing that 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 you hold on. Like for me, I can't believe like you, you know, like you hold on to these things, man, and, and that you hold me in a significant place in your life, man. So like these things are giving. Like it, they're obvious, man, but because just the who the individual that you are, man, you're such a you know, you you you're somebody to look up to. As I say, man, as somebody who was older than you, you know, that that I looked up to you. Man, I appreciate and to piggyback that. off that, Troy. I tell people this all the time. Like, obviously, he's older than me, but I that's who I looked up to. You know what I mean? B Max. So for you to even, you know, say you know, to give him his flowers, like, you're right, like, like, Mac, you're like, you're, you're, you're appreciative to so many people that you may not even know, like, I, I, I say this all the time, like, just watching the way that you conducted your NFL career helped me, you know, at, at the end of the day, watching how you worked out when I was in high school, watching how we worked out when I was able to get in college, understanding what it's going to take to stay there, you know what I mean? Giving me the stories of like the great uh, Troy Palomalu, being with Ike, even being with the Willie Gage because he was younger, but you saw potential in him. You know what I mean? Just things like that. So like Troy said, man, like, yeah, man, like you definitely deserve your flowers as well because you're a person that, that I look up to tremendously. You know, you you big cuz, big bro. You know what I mean? It goes, it goes deeper than that. But like you was a guy that I looked up looked up to as well, wanting to be in your position that you was in. You was in the position that I was trying to get to and watching the way that you handled yourself, family, uh, you know, travel, workout, everything just made it much easier for me when I got in this position because I've seen it done the right way. So thank you. You carry your manhood, how you carry your faith, man. It's, 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 it's admirable. And it's, it's awesome to experience that. Um, you through through your you know through your podcast, but you know I wish I wish everybody be able to experience you like like I was able to experience you to see you day in and day out and see how positive you are, you know how like I said how you carry your manhood and how you carry your faith it's admirable you know. I appreciate that man definitely appreciate that man I, and I just thank you guys for being in my life as well you know Pat I know we cousins but you like a little brother to me anything I could yeah. do for you since day one you already know I was gonna be there for you in Troy just seeing how you carry yourself of someone who I wanted to follow the footsteps of and being able to still have you as my brother to this day means a lot because you guys know how it is when you don't play with certain players you don't talk to them you know when right. they're not playing the game you might not No, we had a, a, a real and we still do have a real legit relationship and that's a lot of things that a lot of people are lacking that's why we were so special in Pittsburgh. It's not because we won championships. It's because we were actually in a relationship with people who we love, not just yeah. working with, man. We rocked and rolled with each other. And we still have this same, same mindset to this day. And I appreciate you, Troy and Pat P. You already know, bro. I, yeah, I love you. I love both of you guys, <laughs> man. And, and yes, this sir. is what we don't do enough of. You know, we wait till something happens to someone to say good things about them. No, right. let's say it now where everyone can appreciate it. And it also, too, it encourages a lot of other people as well. So, man, this was an awesome, awesome episode. Troy, thank you once again you, for joining us. 
Just shoot yes, me a text sir. and let me know where I need to send whatever <laughs> cake, you know, whatever cake you might need for the weekend, you know, whatever <laughs> dish you might need. Hey, Pat P, he's a, he's like, like we all are. He's a fool guy. That I had to bribe him with a 250 again. It's okay. It's okay. I had to bribe him with some food. So, and heck, we might have some restaurant owners checking this episode out. You know what I mean? Some, some bakeries. Troy, hey. Pat P, myself, we love to eat. You know, if you want to break bread with us, let us know. But Troy, you know, I, Matt, you know, I got you, Troy. What you got, Pat? Since you're talking about restaurant owners, I think we definitely need to do this. Well, what, what since you got? all of us have one thing in common. Well, actually, a couple things in common. We all play for the Steelers and we all play for Ray Horton. We got to find a way to have like a table talk to come up with some great stories. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll come out there. We'll come out there to, uh, to the to West Coast Troy because the weather is always beautiful out there. Said, and they so, got good golf courses for you, Pat P. No doubt about it. Me and Coach <laughs> Ray can go on the golf course and, 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 and chop it up that way. But we need to have a, like a table talk, man. Oh, man. Some great stories that we oh. had in our in our career. Hey, I, I say all the time, Pat P, and you appreciate this, and I say this to Joy as well, Troy. If they were smart, someone would do a docu series on our 2005 run. Like the stories that we had, we that we've had, we had, and what we created, and just doing the unthinkable at that time, the very first six mm. seed, that the 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 violent games we were a part of, the trash talk, the disrespect. You know what what like I used the, to say says, I don't know, Showtime wouldn't even be able to pick this game. <laughs> oh no question, no question, no question. Like like not even Showtime could have covered that. <laughs> hey, we were disrespectful. But Pat P it was all within the rules. But if you if you crossed us in the wrong way, boy, yes, yeah. yeah. But we had it was a fun group. Troy, you remember that one time? I'm gonna let you go. Troy decided the thing I love about Troy, he was the ultimate family man. So every every now and then he might hang out with us. We might do a dinner, like we come mm -hmm. together and we were like, Troy, can you at least give us at least 30 minutes of your time? So this one particular night, we just went to a little lounge. It was something just low key, but you know. Troy is different. Troy is like, like you see Troy, you like, you want to touch this garment or something like that. That's how right. I, like, you don't see Troy out. You see MJ. It's like seeing, seeing Jesus walk. You want to touch the hem of his garment real quick to see if it's real. Man, we went to right. a lounge and we all felt like we were pretty big deals. It's Pittsburgh, right? We the Steelers. We win it. Man, they saw it was Troy. Man, the whole lounge was gravitating to Troy. We had to become Troy's bodyguard. We had to surround, our, we had put Troy in the middle of us and we had to keep, hold on, right. back up, man. Back up. No, we trying to get to where we going. And, you know, Troy just being so humble and modest. I don't know about that. Like, I, like you guys call it say baby Jesus, but reality, I'm the bath thief on the cross. Like I said, I, I admired you guys because you guys are real men with composure and self-control. I was okay. I wasn't like that. That's why that's why I couldn't hang with you guys, man. No. So that really one time he, he gave us his time, man. The ultimate team guy, man. He gave us his time, man. We and that's that's what we, that's why we were so good, man. We we were we I just wish they could have kept all of us together because there's no telling how many championships we would have won. Like, like oh, yeah. it was man, we were special. You know, I, actually, I actually told Coach LeBeau that one time. I'm like, man, for, for as close of the team as we had. You know, two Super Bowls was not enough for us. And four, no question. Mm -hmm. Two and Super Bowls and four, no. Yeah, it was just like, I, I just felt, and he was like, don't do that. I see his point, but I see your point as well, Troy. We were special. Like, it, it, you keep just the, the band together. 
don't tell them what we could have done, man. But unfortunately, the business side, of, you know, always takes over. So it is what it mm-hmm. is. But Troy, thank you. Thank you again. I know everybody is going to love this episode, man. Man, one of the best safeties to ever play again. One of the best Steelers to ever do it. Eight-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champion. 2010 yes, Defensive Player of the Year, Troy Palomalu. Thank you for joining all things cover and Pat P, like you said, man, we get a chance to come to the West Coast, man. We're gonna sit down. I heard Troy got yeah. a nice pad out there, by the way. Pat P. Yeah. Ooh. They, yeah. they said, oh, he got a he got a oh, he got a monster. <laughs> he got a monster, Pat P. Yes, sir. I got, hey, hey, I got this Pat tell, got a monster too, now, Troy. Oh, you see his office? He gonna hit me with before you got on. Oh, that's a fake screen back then. I'm like, huh? That's real. He got the what's that? A lion? Green screen, man. Green screen. Green screen. Yeah, there's no green screen. I'm at your house out here, man. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I gotta get out now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Hey Troy, man. I appreciate it. I'll be shooting your text, man. Thank you once again, man. Look forward to the great things from you, man. I, man, I can't wait for you to, to experience what it's like when that city loves you and embraces you. You have so many things, man, to look forward to. And, I, and man, Coach Tomlin, I'm, I'm sure you've already, you know, got a taste of how awesome and amazing of a coach he is, man. Yeah. And, you know, just carry that tradition on, man. Be, be You be you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right we'll do. Would, 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 you, would you catch a game this year, Troy? Mm. Oh, man. I'll make it a one. I'll make oh, it. Perfect. I don't know which one. <laughs> oh, I know you guys come well, out to LA. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Y'all play I, out of LA like, this year? I would like to see you in person, Troy. And give you a what nice game? Y'all, y'all, y'all got brother. the Chargers or the Rams, Pat P in LA? Which one? The, the Chargers? Uh, the Rams. The Rams? Rams. Ooh, yeah, Rams. Okay. okay. So. Hey, heck, maybe I come out there too. We do a traveling show, man. I got to come out and, and, and break bread with my guy, Troy. So, Troy, if you're yeah, going to catch man, a game in LA, it's only right that I come out. Let's see if we can get the band together, Troy. No doubt. <laughs> All right. So I love like you guys. Thank man. you, Troy. Thank you once for your again. Time. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yes, Thank sir. You. All Thank right, you. Troy. Appreciate you as well. Yes, sir.